Welcome, beautiful people, to Just Glow Podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Velez, and my reoccurring special guest, a longtime friend and spiritual brother, John Connor. Give it up. What up, What's buddy? up? What's up? <laughs> Clap it on up. Clap it on up. Yes, yes indeed. Yes, yes. You know, I had to have you back, and um, you had a great topic that I would love to talk with you on your IG page. And um, you be speaking some real shit, brother, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Literally. And um, so we're going to do my take, your take on this. You know, I started a segment before, and um, let's recurrent about this topic. You hit it off since, you know, this is kind of your topic that you brought up on IG, and it made a big deal, and everybody had their own response and their own feel to this topic. So go ahead, John. Tell me well, what yeah. topics for today. Well, yeah, you know, I was just chilling. I was on IG. I have random thoughts from time to time because I'm an Aries, so my <laughs> mind, my mind is everywhere. And so you're fire. Was, Me too. I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah. My mind's the same way. <laughs> yeah, same man. Way. You know, the, you know, we want all the smoke. You know, what I'm saying fire signs for all sure. Right. But my mind was just going in a lot of different places, and I was thinking to myself, just watching, you know, videos and just watching stuff on IG and. um you know, TikTok and all of that, whether it's Cardi B or City Girls or, you know, uh, Meg Thee Stallion or whoever, it just seems like um, over-sexualization within the culture is more accepted today than it was in the past. And I got to thinking like, man, the way that it is today, like, don't get me wrong, women have always been sexual beings within the culture, but it seemed like it was a kind of a shift or a turn that kind of happened within the culture where it wasn't just being done. It was being overdone. Like you was just getting, right. you were seeing it all. Like you was hearing it all, seeing it all, knowing but there's it all. a difference yeah. of being sexy and being like a fantasy than actually yeah. being a prostitute hoe. There's the, yeah. there's the big difference of it's being sexualized yes. and saying, you can admire my beauty, you can admire my curves, but yeah. I'm not sleeping with everybody. There's a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I put my, you know, my investigative hat on, you know what I'm saying? I went into detective right. mode and I got the, cause these type of things intrigue me, you know, especially being an artist and loving hip hop and loving the culture as long as I have. So it brought me back to one name when I thought about like just the internet and I thought about just um, how these things became readily accessible on the internet and how it became acceptable. I kept coming back to this young lady named Cat Stacks. Now for those right. of y'all, who don't know Cat Stacks. It was around, I would say 2008, 2009, 2010, when uh, World Star was just starting to get its like recognition and starting to blow up. It was like every day in that time for me, when I was in the studio, me and my guys in the studio, we would immediately go to World Star. And the first thing we would see is the new video from Cat Stacks. It was her on there just talking, being loud and unapologetic about her sex life, what she was doing, who she was with, who she was sleeping with. And I have to say, just, you know, with all respect to her, who later she since said that those things were untrue. But at the time, we was tuning in every day like it was oh, a cartoon. Oh, she said that. She said that yes. that was all fabricated. Yes. Now, hmm. pe okay. people, people got their reasons for why they think she's saying that now. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but back okay. then... Okay. You know what I'm saying? Back then, that was the hill that she was dying on. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we right. was tuning in every day, listening to the stories, listening to who did what and who was doing what with who. So it was like, right. I was thinking like the way that women are 
as far as within hip hop or even artists, that transition from being whether it's a stripper or a dancer or whether it's being an escort and then making that transition into being a rapper or into being a video girl, then being an artist, it was all going back to cast stacks for me. It was like I had never seen it be done the way that she did it. Unapologetic. Um, every day it was seeming like it was new content. Uh, every right. day she was in something else new. So I had kind of said that to me, Cat Stacks was the pioneer of the way women behave now in the culture. And somebody in the comments hit me and was like, nah, like Corinne Stephens, who everybody knew at right. the time as Superhead, was kind of right. the one who ushered in this new era of female. And so Cat Stacks was my opinion. I just gave her, her and I don't yes. even know if it's I agree. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and I don't want to think props because that's nothing to yeah. glorify, you know, right um, actually selling yourself, selling your soul, selling your body to random men. And I mean, I watched some of those videos back in the day as well. I mean, she was angry. It was, it was a lot of anger. A lot of that looked mm -hmm. super fucking real. Um, all yes. of it probably wasn't, you know, real. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But um, she looked at very distraught, right? Mm -hmm. um, she looked at not well. <laughs> so right. there was a lot going on with her mentally wise and whatever else she was doing to herself. So hopefully she's better now. But yeah, Absolutely. she was a train. She was a freaking train wreck. I wouldn't compare her. And I want to take some things that I said back when I was younger and um, which I don't like people do that have done to me believe in rumors and believe in lies. And, you know, just because you're a vixen or you're sexy that you have to be sleeping with these men because you're that wasn't the case with me. So. I should have thought that was that happened to other women as well, like Corinne Stephens. A lot of people know her as Superhead. Um, mm. You know, I said some comments and because I was believing people that we both were mutual friends with that what type of woman she was. And I didn't know her, you know, and I shouldn't have viewed her through other people's eyes. We've never met. We've never correspond. We never talked or anything. So I shouldn't have judged her through other people's, you know, perspective of her. And I do apologize her for me doing that. And, you know, I never read her book. I don't really know nothing about her, only rumors, which is sad, you know, and the men she dated. And um, I don't know what she agreed on or what she did not do about her book. I wasn't quite interested in that. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I just wasn't. But um, I definitely do apologize for, you know, assuming something that she might not have been. So I don't know what she admitted or did not admit, but um, yeah, it's just, and, and it's crazy that they focus on her sex life and she was in videos and whatever else, whoever she dated, but they focus on that and not that she was a great, you know, public, public her publication book was like number one for, for a long time. She was on Oprah, but a lot of these men have like 12 baby mamas, you know, um, you know, don't, you know, uh, do child support. But they focus on their career and their academics and, and what they achieve, but never, you know, the women they date or how many, you know, women, you know, it's, it's a different feel when a woman does it and when a man does it in our, in Latin and, and in black, I should say. I, I don't think they do that too much to the white culture because they praise, mm -hmm. when I was in Playboy, they praise the beauty, they, they play, praise the glamour, the sex appeal, that's a goddess, you know, with our culture they down them. Oh, you're too old to be too sexy. I didn't mm. know there was an age limit to be sexy. You know, mm. oh, it's over for you. Um, you don't 
tell me when and when it's not as over for me. You, you don't, you know, that it's just it's insane of how we need to not start judging each other. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Especially our women, we got to start praising them and understanding. And now I do the same thing because I did it too. I judged as well, you know, even not knowing or not seeing, just hearing through other people that we were friends with. And um, mm. I, I had to stop myself as well because, um, you know, we all, you know, while out once in a while, we have to know these women's stories. And I think that's what we need to start doing is yeah. getting some of these girls on. And why did you do this? What made you do that? You know, because sometimes women are naive when you're young. They make promises to these women. You don't know they felt obligated or they felt in fear in certain situations and felt like I'd rather do this than dip. So there's a lot of things that we don't know why. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to say I'm I'm grateful to be here to see you had that moment of accountability. And that's really that's really I'm giving you your props and giving you yours because that's very big of you. Because I know people that go to the grave not taking accountability for maybe things that they said or misjudging people or just going off of things that they heard. So I want to say it before anybody else say it. Much love to you for doing that. For whatever, I, and I don't even know what situation you had with Corinne in the past, but that is amazing. There that was you nothing. Did. No, there was nothing. But when people brought her name up in interviews or radio interviews or TV interviews, I was like, "Don't compare me to her." Da, 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 da. You know, I was mm. like, but not knowing her, not knowing mm. what was true, what wasn't true, I should have been like, "I don't know her." That should have been my response. I don't know what kind of woman she was because I didn't know. Instead of me mm. like, "Don't compare me to that hoe," you know, I'm not no mm. prostitute. She's a prostitute, but not knowing that did she admit to that did she say she mm. that like i don't know because i never read her book and never really saw any interviews of her admitting that so i do apologize for putting her in that category and and you know condemning her for something that i did i had no knowledge of you know so yeah i i do apologize to corinne for you know assuming something and believing the rumors truth or not truth you know i i shouldn't have done that Look at that. There go Mo. The pra all praises to the most high. Look at that. There go right there. You feel me? All praises. And I want to just continue with what you were saying about uh, not knowing the, the background history of some of these women. Because after I put that post, and shouts to Cat Stacks, because after I put that post, like she reached out to me and was like, uh, no way, the, really? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. It was something to the extent of uh, just kind of like, thanks for acknowledging you know what I'm saying? What I did. Now, like I said, for me, the more I researched her, the more, though, I saw, like, how much of a tough life that she had. And I think that sometimes as humans, it's kind of fucked up that we are so um, entranced in getting clicks and getting views that we don't realize that these people are actually human beings. Like, that girl had a really tough life. You know what I'm saying? I hope she's doing good to this day. But I think I, I was seeing, you know, it was videos at one time of her actually getting in fights with dudes and people in the comments is like egging this on as if this shit was funny. I and that. I think, you know, it's like, at what point, you know, is it entertainment, but then our humanity comes in to be like, damn, is she all right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is this person crying out for help? Does this person right. actually want to be like this? Or is this the only way they feel like they're, they're going to be accepted? And just to make a slight comparison, it's crazy. But, and people are gonna be like, how is this motherfucker comparing these two people? But I was just watching, um, I was watching a lot of stuff on Chris Farley, the comedian, right? Who passed away in 1997, right? And he was self-conscious about his weight. And a lot of the jokes that he had to make 
was uh, degrading towards himself and his weight. So he was getting money and popularity and fame from something that he actually was very insecure about. So the more money he got, it wasn't um, any type of healing to that internal pain that he felt inside. So now you take somebody like Cat Stacks, being loud, being obnoxious, the sexual stuff, and having like different dudes in her life, different pimps and different dudes like degrade her on internally. But she's getting more famous for being that person. But actually, it's like the same thing that's getting her notoriety, attention, and money is the same thing that probably on the inside is making her feel worse about herself and feeling helpless. So for me, it's like, oh, no, go ahead. No, let me say something about that. People love to see people at their worst. People feeding Mm -hmm. off of that. You know, if you do social media, people like to, have you seen the comments? A lot of the comments are negative. People like to see people fall. People like to see people at their worst times, you know, um, and they love to see that. Oh, well, my life is better than hers. They feel, I don't know. It's just, it's disgusting to me. I can't see certain things on social media. It, it makes me sad. It it stays yeah. in my mind. Certain things I cannot watch because I, I, I dream about it. I think about it. I pray about that person, hope they're okay. But people feed off negativity. And that's why people kept watching. I couldn't, I watched a few uh, of her videos, but I couldn't keep watching because it was a train wreck. I thought mm-hmm. she was going to be, you're going to find her somewhere dead or I don't like to see people get beat up. Mm-hmm. That's not amusing to me. To me, that's At not, all. Right. That's not entertainment to me. Um, right. You know, a woman degrading herself and, and, you know, for fame or, you know, money, that's not, I, I, it makes me sad in my heart, you know? So mm-hmm. a lot of these people do have a lot of, uh, it's like someone getting raped at a young age. Either they become very promiscuous or they don't like to have sex at all. So it's either or, there's no in between when a lot of these women and men are abused. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I've seen that, you know, become sex addicts or, you know, don't really, uh, it, they, they, they don't really like it. They, they, you know, cause they already have their first instinct of, it wasn't pleasant. It was rape, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you can see that, you know, there's a lot of mental situations. I mean, we all go through things in life, but we all handle it differently. And she went extreme. Like Absolutely. a lot of these ladies that are online and IG and they feel like, you know, to be recognized that they have to sleep with all these men and then actually out themselves, which is mm-hmm. insane to me. And these men are more accepting now and shouting them out like, yeah, me and my boy had a... You know, it was, mm-hmm. you know, she spent 30 G's on me and it's like, okay. Like, mm-hmm. but people feed into that now. So now these women now are like, well, if you don't buy me a Prada bag, he ain't real love. Mm-hmm. My mom, materialistic things is not real love. He's buying you. He's literally mm-hmm. buying you. So we have to come back and pull back and say, okay, you know, in life is always balanced. You know, you got to have the hose. I mean, I always say that, but it's true. <laughs> Not everybody can be a hoe. Some of these women, they have to know they're more than that. You know what I'm saying? They have a lot to Mm -hmm. give. They have to put that in their mind like you are more than that. A man will love you. There are good men out there. There truly Mm -hmm. is. But you have this standard that you think you need to be flying private jets to be happy. (laughs) Bitch, what Mm -hmm. the fuck? No. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that you got to be in a mansion to be happy. No. You could be a nice conservative home and and be the most happiest woman in the world. You know, Mm -hmm. as long as your bills are paid and you can eat and you're healthy. Like we have to take this out of our mind that wealth is happiness, you Mm -hmm. know, and that fame makes you happy. 
if fame makes you happy, all these wealthy, rich people that are famous would be extremely happy. Most of them are depressed or yeah. looking for love every every year. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, so like, I mean, look at reality. You know, money can't buy love or happiness and sometimes health, you know? So I, I just think the women and the men, because they contribute into this poison that these women yeah. are feeding, right? You don't think so? No, I absolutely think so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> right. because I, I absolutely think so because, um, you know, my mother once told me when I was a kid, you know, uh, when a little boy is a little boy, the first the first inkling of love that they have is like however their mother loves them. So they go their whole life right. looking for a woman that reminds them in some type of way of their mother. Doesn't necessarily have to be- If it's a good relationship. If it's, it's a, a good, good relationship, relationship. Right. Right, right. And so and so vice versa, it could, the same could be said right. for young ladies and their Dad. father. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it's true. Like at the, when that you're is, a little- Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Because I admired a, my dad yeah. and my dad yeah. was a, a street dude gangster and initially I dated street dude gangsters. You're absolutely right. It's that real. Yeah. Because man, when a little girl's a little girl, the first time they feel that sense of protection and security is when they dad be like, oh, my baby, you gonna be okay. Or first time right. the daddy buy them a little teddy bear or whatever the case may be. That is like the first time this little girl knows love from a man. You know what I'm saying? So right. I just think that us as men like we do need to take responsibility and start checking ourselves as to what we put out there as to what makes a true like solid woman or what these desires that we claim that we want because now sometimes when i see like all of the just all of the things that women are doing to themselves and you could tell and you could see that they're not truly happy but they're trying to live up yes. to some type of expectation potential yes yeah you know what i'm saying that's yes. That, yes you know by us but but yeah i think man we we all got to take advantage but here's the thing i wanted to ask you because you okay. know i give you i give you all your props all day long one of the one of the queen pioneer video fixes <laughs> one of the one of the baddest in the game ever of all i've been time. working it out i'm getting you it all back you know what I'm <laughs> yes, yes, yes. like you know what i'm saying i always have to give you your props you, it's like you've been around you know what i'm saying you was around like a lot of these women and around a lot of these scenarios and so yes. when women are saying uh, if you don't got this if you don't got that then you can't rock with me do you believe that they really mean that or do they just think that that's what they're supposed to say it's like is there a problem with yeah. being vulnerable at this point I think people think vulnerable is weak and it's not a strength. I think they got mm -hmm. it all fucked up. Um, I think a lot of these women are now inbreded into this fucking social media shit that they feel like, well, now I got my ass done. I deserve a Bentley. I deserve a Mercedes or whatever. You know, their expectations went high because they got a new fucking pair of ass, like, or lips or injection in their face. Like, where did you upgrade your 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 sweetness, your kindness? Um, mm -hmm. What what can you give? Not just sex, you know, mentally, emotionally to a man. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to give more. It's not mm -hmm. just the way you look because that all fades. If you really want to grow a bond and and be together forever. Now, if you're thinking of just you know seasonal, then I get it. You know, you're just doing it at convenience. But you want real love, a real companionship, a life partner. A lot of these mm -hmm. women do want a life partner, but they they feel like, you know, these men, you know, just they, they see the few that are famous that are have many women and this and that. All men are not like that. You know, they're really not. 
You know, the average man wants uh, us to settle down and, and grow old and watch Netflix together and, yes. and just do things and really enjoy life. Like really enjoy life and have kids if you want to have kids. Not be promiscuous out there and just be fucking randoms daily. And and not even, a lot of them don't even have the finance to do uphold all these women anyways, you know? All right. <laughs> right. So, you know, these women have these expectations that that don't exist it really yeah. doesn't exist you know you might get a few if you're on only fans or whatever to splurge you a little but really what do you want does, does that make you happy no because you're still empty because you're still asking for more because that didn't yes. please you at first that shoe didn't please you um yeah car didn't really please you because you're still empty you're still lost you're still looking for more because that's not what you're really missing you're missing that that hold that touch yo when you're in love and you have a real man beside you, there's mm. nothing like it. I can say that because I've had it. You know, I know mm. what it is to, to wake up and look and see like, damn, I love him. That's a different fucking feeling. Yes, like, yes. You know, to yeah. know that if I if I need something, he got my back. Like, yes. I, I don't have to ask twice. I just look at him and be like, what you need, baby? Like, it's that feeling. It's, it's, it's just, it's an amazing feeling. And that's why I won't settle. Settle. You know, so I'm looking for that again, you know, different yeah. reasons why, you know, people break up and move on. But I feel like you have different loves in different times. I feel yeah. that. And I have, you know, a love in my 20s, a love in my 30s. You know, I feel like I had those loves and I want that in my 40s. And I'm not going to I'm not going to settle for less. I know what loves feel Don't like. I know settle. What I'm yes. not. I know. What, and I think a lot of these women are missing that or never had that. I've talked to a lot of women that never had passion in their life. And that's sad, mm, you know, very. or, or, you know, hold, you just hold hand and you feel, you feel safe. It's, it, I don't know what it is. I, I can't express it enough that the safe zone, the, the, I don't know. These, yes. I don't want to hold the purse. I'd rather hold my man's hand. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I'd rather be in the backyard taking out weeds with my baby and look over and we sweat, yes. you know, doing the lawn and planting trees and shit. And we're like, my baby right there like you feel me it. yes listen let me tell you i want to double down on what you're saying and i'll share a story like real quick <laughs> oh god okay oh uh, yeah tell okay me, first i'm first i'm gonna double down on what you were saying i okay. feel like um all women all men want to be protectors all men want to protect yes. their women we and want provide, to be providers and, provide. and, we, and I, as i was saying we want to be providers we just, I think in today's world, we want to feel like we have a woman, a woman that's deserving of that. And when I say deserving, exactly. that just means a woman that's willing to be a woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? And appreciate. Be, you want to feel yeah. appreciated. Absolutely. Like a woman that wants to nurture, a, a, a woman that wants to be a caregiver. Like some of the sexiest shit to me, like beyond all the makeup and the surgeries and all of that. If I'm in a relationship, when my girl got on the big t-shirt, and she cooking yes. breakfast or some shit like that, or she yes. got on my my hoop shorts. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yes, oh my yes, god! Yes. Like it just make me want to go like hug and love on her just because yes. she's doing the thing that women do, like just naturally wanting to love and take care of her man, and that makes me want that unlocks the key of uh, masculinity in me because Amen. she unlocked the key of feminine in her. So the divine feminine yes. in her is gonna Amen. unlock the divine masculine in me. And for now, now this is my service announcement to all the dudes that's watching this. Y'all better knock it off. 
with all the tough shit and all the, I'm trying yeah. to mess with every girl in the world. Cause here's my story. This is a testimony that I'm gonna give you right mm. here on your show, Glow. Now give it to me, baby. <laughs> now, now, of course. Now, of course, I got signed to Aftermath in 2013, 2014, right? So right. I go from being in the hood, doing my little thing or whatever, to now I'm in the game. But I had a girlfriend at the time, right? Okay. And I'm talking about she was super, super solid. I'm talking about it was times that I would go on tour and she would go to the studio and make sure the mixes was getting sent off to the mix engineer. She had no knowledge oh, of wow. music. That, the mu that's awesome. So, you, oh, she solid. didn't. Okay, she didn't. Solid. Okay. She had no knowledge of music, Hell the yeah. music business. She was just holding me down. But I fucked that up. But we get into that. So, you know what I'm saying? She right, was okay, okay. amazing. Amazing, as all men do, but she was amazing. She was beautiful. The person that I could laugh with, the person that I could talk to. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about this was my dog. Now, every so often, I would ask her. Now, there's a, there's a point to this. I okay. would ask her for I would ask her for a threesome, right? So I would have the threesome conversation with her. This is going. This that there's a point okay. to this. And okay. I remember she would get agitated. She would be like, "Why? Why do you want a threesome?" It's because I had never had one before, right? And I okay. can remember, so you wanted to do that fantasy with her because you loved her. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. But there was a there was a bit of selfishness in it because now at the stage that I'm at in my life, just seeing how uncomfortable the conversation made her, I would have never ever talked about it. Right, again you should have stepped back right when she wasn't you know, when she yes. wasn't with it the first time, right? So, okay. Long story short, we end up breaking up. Things happen, whatever the case. I end up having a threesome. And I remember laying in the bed with these two girls who didn't give a fuck about me. And I remember all I could think about was I wish I had her. I wish I could call her. I wish that I hadn't traded in true love and someone that actually right. would hold me down for this lifestyle that actually doesn't care about me at all. These two people that don't know me at all. So at the end of the day, it's like, men we got to wake up too and start appreciating those ones that's Amen. that's there to be down for us when we need them the most we always that's think right. the grass is greener we always want to have what we think is better yes. or whatever the case but everything that glitter ain't gold and so appreciate that Amen. one that holds you down appreciate that person that's there when you ain't got shit when you broke appreciate that one that believes in your dream yes. and believes in your vision because at the Amen. end of the day then when you give it up for the money or you give it up for in my case the threesome them two chicks that's probably having threesomes with every other rapper that then came through the city <laughs> and don't give no fucks but it's like at right. the end of the day i'll never be able to find a woman like her again you know what i'm saying uh -huh. so it's like we have to we have to make sure we appreciate those people that are in our lives when we have them man well i feel like not that you won't find again she was a season love whatever Absolutely. one year two years three years but you can find someone like her you know but not her and still have that love and still have that passion and still have that connection you know so don't ever feel Absolutely. like you're you're not going to find that again she just taught you things that you know not to do again in the next one you know this these is are true. all this is true. life learning lessons say oh, i'm gonna appreciate that time for the next my relationship i'm gonna appreciate when when god brings me that woman oh be like lord i love this woman i'm not fucking absolutely up this time. and i went glow i'm telling you i went wait can i can i cuss on this show because i cussed the yes of course, of course of course okay yes. look it's a kanye west line that sums it all up because you are absolutely correct i received what you said kanye said one good girl is worth a thousand bitches 
So it's not worth it. By the time you go through, for every one good girl, you're going to run into a million horrible heartbreak, train wreck. You know <laughs> So I mean, that goes right. to women too with the men. I promise you that. Like, you know, I have good men in my life and, you know, there's things that lack that you want more of, obviously. And then it's like, oh man, I should appreciate it that little yes. bit more. You know, you think about it, but yes. life happens so fast and, you know, but then you learn. You say, you know what, next time I'm going to appreciate that more with the next man for sure. Because, Absolutely. you know, a lot of men don't show that. A lot of men are not appreciative of that. Or a lot of men are not family oriented, really. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's a lot of things that, you know, certain people look for. You know, and we need to appreciate it when it does come our way and be like, oh, I embrace you. <laughs> you know yes, what I'm saying? It is true. Embrace it, yes. Because we, we end up saying, oh, thank you. You know, like it's no big deal, but it is a big deal. It when is. someone's giving themselves to you and their time and their love and their patience, you got to appreciate everything. And, and I've learned that to. along my life. I didn't appreciate everything. I appreciate certain things, obviously, because I had long relationships. But certain things say, wow, I should appreciate that more because he looked out for me there. Or, wow, that was some real love. Or he forgave me for that. That was big of him. Like, things mm -hmm. like that now as an adult, I take that in and, and take that in consideration for my next relationship to be more appreciative, to be yes. more hands-on, more, you know. I'm very affectionate anyways, and, and I'm, I'm a giver. So that was never my – but I had a short temper and, you know – certain things I wouldn't tolerate. I mean, everybody should have rules. Everybody should have things that they won't tolerate, you know? And, mm -hmm. but now I'm just a little bit more lenient as we should be, especially the people we love more understanding. Absolutely. Why is it? It's an expression that I heard a long time ago that said youth is wasted on the young. So why is it that we have to go through all of this to find that out? Why do we have to lose those experience, people? Experience, you have experience. You have to experience it, yeah. I mean, even though someone can tell us we have to experience it, I was hard-headed. They could have told me till they're blue mm. in the face. I would have to run <laughs> to the wall first, okay? <laughs> that was me, okay? I was, was too. So yeah, I was so. too, I was too. You know what's so beautiful about this conversation? Like it's, it started off <laughs> about Corinne and Cass. I know, I know, then, I know. And we both, now we both having our Always coming Jesus moment. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I told yeah. you you was my spiritual brother. I told I'm you that, telling right? you, yes, man. You already know. You already know. We like. I'm all about friends. I'm all about friendship. I'm all about understanding and love. Now, you know, um, I don't take things to heart anymore. Really, yeah. I don't like. In life, life is too short to be mad right. at the petty, the bullshit, the little stuff. I just want to enlighten people. I want people to love yes. each other. I want to stop this dissing and these these women that this is out of control of what they're doing and going on to these talk shows. And I want to bring some with me. I would love to have you on again with um, other women and, you know, Absolutely. see why to, to the core of why they do what they do and what this stems from, you know, yes. of their actions and why they say the things that they say, are they true or not true? Are you doing for the wow factor? on your Instagram, on social media to get likes and hits and follows? Mm -hmm. Or are you really living that lifestyle? And how is it affecting right. you emotionally, mentally? Like, you know, a lot of this does affect you, even if it's not. Just feeling that people view you as that has to be affecting you. Because it did Absolutely. my point of some time in my life as well. So, you know, just, just check on people, you know. Just because you think she's spreading her legs for money, she's still a person, you know. Um, him too. If, 
you know, we, you know, we, we have to, we have to not condemn people. We have to understand people more. And I've learned that along my path, you know, and these, these women are, are screaming out for help. And that's how I see it. I think there's men too, because you just seem like Chris Brown is saying that what he, he's happy getting pussy or something like he's screaming out for help. Okay. I don't <laughs> care. I know he has mansion parties and there's nothing but naked women, but there's a time being pussy is pussy monitor. Like that's a fact. So That's there's something there's something missing. There's something affecting his heart, or there is something because after you give yourself to all these women constantly, you're giving a piece of your soul, your spirit, everything. So yeah, it could be fun and everything, but there's he's getting older. So mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like he has to take it back and seeing like, okay, you have you have a daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. he. I would just love to sit down and talk to some of these men as well. And you're a man, like absolutely randomly having sex with so many women. It is draining. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, it could be fun. Yes. Ooh, another woman every night or four or five or six. But after a while, it takes a toll, even on women yes. too. They, they're absolutely. denial if they say if it doesn't, you know? I and, agree. And, and I agree. They're lonely. They're beyond lonely. I know a lot of men that I'm friends with that sleep with a lot of women and they're always complaining. <laughs> yeah. But you got you were just had five women. You should be the happiest man in the world. No. <laughs> I'm really happy. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm telling right? you, I, I, uh, you're absolutely correct because in my younger days, I'm a reformed man now. I'm an evolved <laughs> version of myself, I would like to say. But it's like, right, I, right, definitely, right. I, I definitely have my what the fuck am I doing moment. Like, you know what I'm saying? Me too. <laughs> like, like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck am I, I doing here? What am right? I doing? Like, <laughs> it's like, because at the end of the day, right, let's say you're attracted to somebody, whatever turns you on about them, whatever, whatever, your sex right. lasts, whatever, it lasts however right. long, you in, you in ecstasy, y'all y'all having a great fucking time, but then y'all start talking and y'all have absolutely nothing in common, and then that's when it realize, you realize, like, hey. what the fuck am I doing? Like, yeah, like, yes. I would I would never it's hang true. with this person in my, my right. real life. Like, the only right. reason I'm around this person right now is for the sexual gratification. And when that's over, I am questioning my fucking, I'm questioning my fucking right. life decisions. What am right, I doing? Right. Why, am, why am I talking Oh, my God, I've you? been there. I've fucking right. been there, too. Yes, yes, yes. So I definitely had those moments before. And, and like, I got tired of having that feeling. I'll tell you, um, uh, well, I'll save that for another show. But it was definitely a time, <laughs> uh, it was definitely a time where I wondered, like, Am I just doing this because I feel like this is what quote unquote a rapper is supposed to do? Like I'm not. I remember so many times mm. that people around me would tell me, "Oh shit, you doing this? You moving around? You on tour? You a rapper? You supposed to be? You ain't supposed to be in love. You ain't supposed to just have one woman." I remember one of the homies told me like, "Uh, you you like Bruce Wayne? You ever see Batman have one girlfriend? That's your life right now. That's what you." It was like. This was pushed on me that the idea so of being they yeah, the, you being happy with one woman with one woman, content. right? Yeah, like it's like part part of the criteria of rapper means you have to have sex with a bunch of right. women all the time, and it's like, and if you don't, it's something wrong with you. If you don't, you're gonna be the object of ridicule from the homies, and it's gonna be why why don't you want to do that? And I I wish in my younger days I would have had more confidence to stick up for myself because. For me personally, that's never who I was. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at all. Right. I was always a sucker for love. I was always, like, just a dude that just wanted one girl. And music was what I did. But the lifestyle that came with it wasn't always 
who I was. I indulged from time to time, but every time I did, I found out how much that wasn't me. And how many right. times I sat there with a woman that I have nothing in common with. Like, damn, why did, what am I doing here? Like, I don't, we don't have right. nothing in common. We don't even, I don't even <laughs> right. know if I like this person. They say oh my, I had those moments. They tell like, you know what? That's why I don't drink. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> the Hennessy Alcohol, and to do it too. I don't do dark liquor. Dark liquor makes me violent. I don't know about y'all. Dark liquor makes me uh, violent. Light liquor. I just drink the tequila and then, you know, yes. you know, uh, uh, oh my God! But yeah, no. I mean, they looked attractive when you're a little litty. Literally, I think it makes right, you right. foggy. I swear to God, it makes you foggy. <laughs> and then later, you're like, "What the fuck?" You had to think, "What the fuck was I attracted to?" Like, right. I had those moments, you know. And then I started taking back, putting more juice, and then water, and then juice. I was like, "This ain't happening to me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never did drugs, so the alcohol will always make me more. I mean, I was already daring, so um, yeah. yeah, I just do a little bit of wine and champagne. That's it for me. You know, yeah. I haven't drank like that ever. I mean, for Christmas, I'll drink like Coquito. You know, it has a little bit of you know liquor in it because I got to do it for the holidays. But other than that, I don't be doing that shit. That shit makes you foggy, literally. Absolutely, definitely. It does. makes you <laughs> literally makes you stupid. It makes you stupid, <laughs> or like for real. Stupid, that, stupid. Was, <laughs> they call it that that liquid courage it really makes it gives you the courage to do the dumb shit that you normally have a better sense about when you in your right mind like you know what i'm yeah. saying like it gives you yeah. courage to just do no nah, i think shit. it makes you see shit mother god i swear to god it makes you see shit <laughs> i said like i was like you are not sexy and then you just be like and then you hear the conversation like what did i was attracted to what got me here so no no i had one of those odd moments like no, no, no. I don't even want to say the whole story, but yeah, no. So I, that's, and, and I'm not a big drinker. I'm lightweight. I don't know a lot of y'all. I'm lightweight, two, three drinks, and too. I'm in. Yeah. So I, I never was a big drinker. And then when I had those odd moments, I was like, that's it for me. I would fake it because yeah. people get offended, you know, if you don't drink or, you know, mm -hmm. so I overdo the juice and put a little, that, that, you know, you know, I'm sipping my one drink, but, um, yeah, I just back with Cat Stacks. Let's let's get back into that real quick, and then we talk about love and friendship and where our society Absolutely. is and how we view each other. Um, we need to like that's why I always play a lot of 70, 80 music, you know, R and B, where the man was preaching and praising the women and how they wanted to be in love and you yes. know how to caress a woman and Come on you know now. How, how the serenading us and I love that shit. Come on that now. makes me melt. That gives me Come goosebumps. On. Come you on, know, that's still um, what I listen to as well to this day. Come on, I'm talking about me Drew too, Hill, and I love, Beauty. Know, uh, I'm talking about Lenny woo. Williams, I Love You. I'm, I'm talking about like the uh, man, anything by D'Angelo, anything by Maxwell, oh, anything, God, you know yes. what I'm saying? But man, you just throw those joints on and it set the vibe. I'm sorry for cutting you off, go ahead. No, it's good, it's good. And 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 and, and poetry and, and, and sending sweet notes. I have a lot of my fans, and I'm gonna say that I haven't said this in a long, you know, to ever. Um, sending me poetry and love. I love that. I adore mm. that. So I have a lot of fans that are very talented that, you know, some are provocative, but some are very like, oh my God. I'm like, I wish I could put a book together of, you know, my fans of poetry about me. You it's should. You, wait, wait, so wait, 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 wait. Let me stop you. Wait, let me stop you. You just might've had a dope ass idea right then. You should do that. 
you should put the poetry all in one book that your fans have made about you. That's just an idea, oh but you gosh. should. That would be dope yes, to read. I, yeah, and I, I love poetry because I write poetry myself. So I'm just like, you know, and they reciprocating because I put a little bit out there and they, I mean, I get poems and letters and, you know, all my social media platforms. We, I love that. I, I don't know. I love that when a man takes his time and writes sweet little notes and little gestures and, I think we're lacking that, you know, not just good morning or how are you? No, you know, just a little, no, little sweet things that you don't text randomly. You know what I'm saying? Things out of the order. Like I text you, like, how is your spirit? You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, yeah. how is your family or, or, or how's your mental or, or, you know, just things personal. I want to get to know, to, to know that you're good, that I'm here for you you know, as a friend, family, whatever the case may be, not just good morning or whatever, anybody can do that. You know, we Absolutely. need to be more in tune with each other, more in touch, more sensitive to one another. And, Absolutely. And, you know, don't check on me just on social media. Oh, she's doing good. She look good. She good. That doesn't mean yeah. I'm good. Absolutely. Right. Because the way we look at social media is people look at it like um, who actually wants to see you doing bad. So like social media is a bad way to like try to judge how someone's how you, is. right you know what i'm saying if you actually yes. care about them when they pop up on your mind like hit them call them text them reach out to them and see because a lot of people that's putting up that front on social media and they actually suffering on the inside i've seen it i've actually been one of those people that's like Me too. going through you know what I'm saying? at some of the points in my life where people thought i would be the happiest i was actually my most sad and the thing is nobody mm -hmm. was calling Amen. because it's like oh well you, uh, you look good like you was doing this or you was at a show or you was just like but bruh like call me like social media is my job that's not my life right. like you know what i'm right. saying like social right. media is a connection between the fan base of people that are aware of me because of my art you are my actual like friend my mother father whoever it may be so it's like don't you like what i found is most people get sucked into whatever they perceive your success to be and it actually makes them right. care not that they care less but they hello oh no i lost you john i think it's your internet I'm not sure let's see if he comes back hello are you He's there Glo? okay you're back you're back you're back okay okay it's so okay. what was the no you go ahead you you pick it <laughs> no, up no you were saying that yeah you you were saying that you were saying that you know uh the people that care they they basically focus only on what you post on social media and thinking that you're okay, but not, this is your job. You know, this yeah. is not, you know, it is real life to a certain extent. Yes. Mm -hmm. But it's not fully, we don't put our whole heart and soul what's going on with your children or your right. bills or your finances or, you know, you know, you could be on tour and then you have a fuck me contract. You know what I'm saying? Things right. happen, yep. you know, or, you're going on tour and all your show money's not coming through. I mean, we don't yeah. express that. We're not going to put that. Some people do. A lot of people are private and, and very, you know, proud people. So they're not going to do it. Maybe later we'll talk about it once it's over with. But when we're going through it in the present, I don't like to express it. I can talk Absolutely. about my past pain, but I don't like to talk about my present pain. Uh, I notice oh, that man. with me, you know. So whatever I'm going through now, and we all go through things in life, you know. It's how we deal with it. I've learned how to deal with pain better. I've learned how to deal with stress better. So I say to myself, and this is a lot of people can do this as well. I say, you know, it's, I'm going through this. I have to go through this. God's going to take me through this, but I'm not going to overwhelm myself or stress myself 
through this trial and tribulations. I have to go through this. I'm not going to overwhelm myself. Okay, God, I, you think I can handle this? I'm going to do it. Okay, mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to scream. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to over, because I get anxiety. I used to get panic attacks. I used to get anxiety attacks. Um, I had high blood pressure. I don't have none mm -hmm. of that shit anymore. You oh, know? man, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I've learned. we have to learn in life to deal with, with traumas. We have to learn how to deal with it so we can live happier lives and better and it, it, better state of mind. We make, we, we, we hinder ourselves. We have to know that. Nobody can hinder us but us. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And what, what are you? You're a Sagittarius, right? I'm a Sagittarius, yes. Yes. And see, I'm an Aries and both of our signs, we do have trouble with reaching out to people when we're currently going through something. That's something that yes. I have to work on too. A lot of people tell I me still like, do Yo, that. Yeah, me too. Like I still to this day have an issue. Like I, because I don't, for me, it's like, I don't want to be a burden on anybody. Cause I kind of look mm -hmm. at it like every, everybody has problems of their own. I feel like everybody's trying to figure out the Rubik's cube of their own life. So I kind of, there's right. a part of me that feels convicted. Like it'll almost be selfish to put my problems onto somebody else's life. And I also feel like God built me strong enough to handle it, but also right. God put other people in your life to be able to handle it for you. Cause you know, That's for right. all of the, you know, all the, for all the Christians out there, even Jesus had help carrying the cross. You feel me? So it's like, who are right. we to think at some point, you know, just using Jesus as a metaphor, who are we to think that at some point we not going to need help too. So we have to also let ourselves lend ourselves to be open to getting help and receiving help from other people too, man. Yeah. And Glow, I'm, no, I'm always here. I'm always here if you need me, Glow. Like, <laughs> thank you, baby. Thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. No, I don't, you know, and life life is, you know, life is about trials and tribulations. We're always going to go through something, you know, no matter what. I've learned that I pray on it. I meditate a lot. I work out. When I work out, it relieves so much stress and so much. It really, for me, it does. Other people do different things and and now I like working out in the heat. I sweat 10 times full. I notice I'm losing way more weight. It's mm -hmm. insane. So you got to find your passion. It could be fishing. It could be boating. It could be whatever to release that stress. And that's very, you. we need that as human beings. You need your feet to touch the ground, your bare feet. You need to let out those toxins, you know, drink more mm -hmm. water. Yeah. We have to release ourselves daily, not just weekly. You, you work all day, go outside, touch the grass, sit in Get that, yes. get that sun, get that sun yes. on your face, get it, get that yes. melon. You know, you have to have that. I've noticed that even my son with autistic and autism, he's outside and touches feet to the ground. He's having a better day. I swear to God, mm. I can't make this shit up. So, you know, we're supposed to be out there in the sun. We're supposed to be, yes. you know, really naked out there, you know, yes. in the wilderness. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We condemned and we were hardly wearing any clothes. Well, we was born naked, you know? We're supposed to love our bodies. You, you, you yeah. shouldn't be offended of what, how I look or what I look like. You should be proud that, you know, it's, 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 I'm surviving with this body. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Like, I just learned along my path to, I pray, I pray really, really hard for things to put this person in my life, God, to lead me this way. And that's how I deal with things. Or, you know, if I'm not supposed to go through that door, let him show his true colors and they freaking do. Mm. They don't even know the why time. they did it. They don't yep. even know why they did it. Every time. You know, they tell on themselves. So you just got to pray and just let the demons speak because they always tell on themselves. And, you know, God always sends blessings. You just got to be aware of those droppings. That's all. You just got to be alert. So don't let the fog of the depression of, of the drama lose your focus because 
you'll you'll miss those blessings along your path. And then you'll feel like I'm still in it. Why am I still in it? Because you missed that one. You missed that one because you was too angry. You know, you were mm -hmm. so, you know, you know, um, not reachable, not touchable. And I've learned that because mm. I've lost a few blessings along my path because I was so angry and, yeah. and not trusting because of that person. But that person was out for good. But I was mm -hmm. so defensive and so on my defense, like, fuck y'all all. That was me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So I've learned to grow and, 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 and to just let be. Just let it be. You know? Let it and be. Of, and a lot of these women, same thing. You know, the anger, you know, the wanting to be like each other. They have to let go of their past and be you. If they don't like you for you, then fuck them with the ass you was born with, the nose you was born with, the chin you was born with. Just love yourself, you know. Even when you, if you're changing your sex, it, that shouldn't define you. You got to chop off your pee pee. Like, why? Mm -hmm. Why are we focused on sex parts? Why are we focused right, on right, women? Why right. are we not focused on how nice you are? Focusing exactly. Your how are you giving back? What do you accomplish in life? How good to your your family? Like, you know, what are you doing to make a difference in anything, any aspect of anybody's life or your own? But we're so gun hold on. You know, a man wearing a dress, Ooh, like, you know, like it's just insane. Right. It's, 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 it's insane that we're not focused on, okay, he's popular, but what is he doing for his community? Okay, he's a millionaire. He does this and that, but what else does he do? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, how is he giving back? Show something. We want to feel something. Everything is just sex. Everything is just, you know, it's negative to me. You know, um, I feel like it's an attack on men that are men. I really yes. do. You know, the men that want to be men, they want to put you in dresses, wear, put makeup on you. Why? Mm -hmm. You already have those. Why would you want to do that to these men and say, well, you'll be more famous if you appeal to this audience. You should love him for who he is. He shouldn't have to Absolutely. appeal for you to put a fucking dress on to say that we, we, we appreciate you. You are your person. We don't care what you wear or who you fucking. It should be your character of who you are. You know, like absolutely, it's, to me, that's insane. It's this, and these women, the same thing. Big ass. You know, um, you know, I'm sexier because I have an ass. I'm an IG model because I have an ass, or my lips are plumped, or you know, I have a six pack. You know, I, you know, all this rubbing shit hard, and they fucking abusing their bodies. Like, damn, we're going that fucking far with mm -hmm. wood on their fucking stomach and shit. Like, dude, like. I mean, I'd rather get the pay no gain in the gym, you know? Mm -hmm. it's just, I just think that our society is super fucked up. Yeah, like, we, we definitely are gradually devolving into something right. that I don't that I don't even recognize no more. It's like um you know, I I look at it too, if it's for attention or record sales or whatever the case may be, records not even selling look at it like this they're not even selling like they used to and my point for saying that is when you take back in the day when you had a mia x who was a bigger woman then you had a lauren hill right. who was into herself and had locks and all of that and you had little kim who her. was on the sexuality then you had uh foxy brown you had gangsta boo you had all yes. you know what i'm saying you have you had even i'll go deeper you had soleil you had uh yes, yes, yes. you know what i'm saying yes. you had you had missy Trina, elliott missy elliott yes 
So think about it like this. We have so many different characters of women just being themselves. Their femininity was coming out in different ways. It wasn't all yes. one way that everybody was showing their femininity. And their records were selling way more than these chicks that's doing it today. So there's something yeah. to be said about just being yourself. If you Amen. be yourself, then you'll ultimately get, the role might be a little bit harder, but you'll ultimately get to whatever it is, that goal that you're trying to get to, whether it's record sales, being financially st stable. Like you look at, like like you said, like a Missy Elliott, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, she's just being herself, but I respect yes, her, her as a woman. There were things that she yes. did in her art and her craft that was so feminine without having yes, to yes. Walk, around, walk around with the ass cheeks cut out of the back of her yes. pants or something. You know what I'm saying? It was like we yes, respected yes, it. Yes. She, she was she was all woman. So she I was. just think that and you know, is and is, yes. Yeah, yes, and is all woman. So I just hate that in this generation, it's uh, you know, I gotta I gotta show it all and bear it all in order to show my sexuality. Nah, there's ways to be sexy without showing it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's okay to say, like, oh my god, I worked hard on my body or whatever, yeah. plastic surgery or whatever. That's cool, but absolutely. Not every every show or everything yes. is the same as booty shake it's like it's like redundant you're doing it every time every Absolutely. everything like what else you got to give you know and the songs sound the same like repetitive saying mm -hmm. the same fucking shit it's like okay there's no art in it there's there's not it's no art there's no feel there's no concept in the songs there's Absolutely. It's just there it's just literally just there they're repeating themselves with similar beats, they're all saying the same shit, have the mm -hmm. same fucking writers, <laughs> you know? So it's just, uh, yeah, music is not the same to me. And I said this on my last podcast, my last episode of my podcast, it's, that's why I play a lot of old school, even our generation, the 2000s. I mean, hip hop was amazing. Our generation cannot be touched. Lyric wise, presence mm -hmm. on stage, Right. The way they dressed, the manly, the it was it gave me goosebumps. Agreed. Like you wanted to go to the clubs, I, you know. If you remember the winter albums, and you was in New York and or wherever you yes. from, and yes. it was it gave you a different feel. I don't give a fuck what yes. you say. If you That's was a fact. It Snoop, if it was Ice Cube, it didn't matter. It it gave you that vibe, like you was in L.A. You know, whatever mm -hmm. artist or, or or Nelly, you know, you was in St. Louis. You know, you had you, you mm -hmm. a certain sound. Atlanta, T.I., whatever, Houston, you know, everybody had a sound and we mm -hmm. embraced it and, and, and everybody had different slangs and we loved it. Now they all sound the same. You don't know where they're from. You Absolutely. Don't. I 110% you know? agree. I 110% agree. And much respect to all the underground dudes because, you know, if we, when we post this, it'll probably be a lot of artists that's like, have you checked out this person or have you checked right, out that right, person? Right, right, right. So what, what we'll make the distinguishment to say mainstream hip hop all right. sound the same. Because I'm sure right. it's, it's, you know, it's a million artists probably out oh, there on the underground doing their thing coming up. But like, as far as like when we turn on the radio or what we see getting right. pushed to the kids or getting pushed to mainstream right. America as what's acceptable, I'm losing you again. Your internet sucks. Hello? Let's see if we can get John back. John was making an amazing point. It is just mainstream because, okay, yeah. we got you back. I was saying okay, that um, it was just mainstream that is right. repetitive and they have a certain look that these guys have to be with colored hair or doing this per se or certain tattoos. Like they're right. signing and putting out their certain look. 
you know, mm-hmm. of men. And they're doing the same thing to women. So they're controlling the narrative. And I think a lot of people are not really realizing it. Right? Absolutely. You, Absolutely. Yeah. No, 100, 100%. And I just wish that I just wish that people looked inside their spirit and just found who they truly are. Because like we said earlier in our conversation, a lot of these people, they don't even want to portray these images that they they are. They just feel like that's the only way that they can make it or that's the only way that they can get on. But it's like you can't move with a spirit of fear. You know what I'm saying? Fear of what what people going to think of me if I do this or people ain't going to like me if I do that. You never know. Like in our generation of when we came up loving hip hop, I just, you know, just to name people like, man, Eminem was a one of one in his day. It was because he was just being himself. That's why he blew up. When Kanye came out with the book bag on and the collar shirt, that was who he was. 50 Cent, when he came out and he had the bulletproof vessel, that was who he was. You know, and these people became icons, you know what I'm saying? And these people became staples in the culture because they were just being themselves. To me, hip-hop is being original. Hip-hop is being, uh, you know, yourself and getting in tune with that and being able to express your truth to the world and not giving a fuck. And to me, another another key of hip-hop is to not give a fuck. This is who I am. This is what I want to say. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. You know, but and right. I just think that. And like I just Tupac. think that. Yeah, just like like Pac. You feel me? It's like you know, sure. and, and people always talk about Big, how he how he embraced the fact that he yes. was a bigger dude, and he played off of that, and that you could yes. be a suave big dude. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. And and so I just feel my my hurt for this generation is that. I feel like they feel like the quickest way to the bag is I'll just look at what this dude did and I'll copy everything. And even with the females, I'll just copy what she did. But back in our day, you got this for that. If you copy somebody else, you had to go. You got called out. You got called out. You know what I'm saying? It was real. And I I don't understand understand why in today's day and age being original is something that's being shied away from in mainstream hip hop when really that's the key. To your success, be yourself. Right. You know, even homeboy, uh, Lil Nas X, right? That's what he wanted to make. Now I can admit, when I first heard the Old Town Road song, I didn't get it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, is it a rap song? Is he being funny? Right. But that right. was what he wanted to do. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? And because right. of that, he became successful for it. So you know, and just look at the people that we grew up having in that, and that we talked about how earlier all of the women that expressed their femininity, but we had so many men in hip hop expressing masculinity in different ways. You had Most Def, Talib, Kweli, you had Nas, mm. you had Jay Z, you had yes. Buster, you had Master P, you had Cash yes. Money, you had like it's all these different ways to show, you know what I'm saying, and how to rep who you are and what you are without compromising yourself. And these are the people that we still talk about today. Nelly's That's still right. gonna sell out, he's still gonna sell out arenas today. I just yeah, went John to the, uh, still selling out. Still out of today. Yes. Yes. I just went to the I went to the uh Master P No Limit reunion tour. Sold out. No way. Because, oh, that's awesome. uh, yeah. Still sold out. It's because in all of us that grew up in that time of the 90s and 2000s, we hold that time period near and dear to our heart because it made Amen. us yes, understand we that we could just be ourselves and there would be an audience for it. Now it's kind of depressing because these kids watching hip hop today think well, I can't be myself. I have to rap like that in order to be successful. Right. But the fact right. that there were so many different options of what to listen to and it all sounded different, that's what made a John Connor feel like I could talk about whatever I wanted to and somebody somewhere was going to accept it. That's right. That's right. I felt the same way in my career, too. I mean, 
you know, I was speaking some street shit in my rhymes and yeah. where I grew up and, you know, what was I around, you know, so, and, and it was accepting in the street, but it wasn't accepting in mainstream at the time. Now it's mm -hmm. accepting, you know, it was mm -hmm. crazy that a lot of people tell me I was ahead of my time. The girls yes. were speaking more sexual, more, a little bit of everything, but I was more street, but look pretty. So they couldn't put the two to two together. They were like, you're too pretty to be saying that. Oh no, not you. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was signed with Cash Money and Ronnie Jerkins, but they tried to commercialize me. You know what I'm saying? I think you just I think you just stumbled upon the answer to all of this, Glow. The answer to all of this is, and I hate to even go here, but I'm gonna keep it real. The okay, people so that can, the people that control hip hop are not from the culture, but they have the ability to tell the culture what it should like and accept. Think about it like yes. this, like you being beautiful, telling your story or talking street shit or talking whatever your story was. We all from the hood, we know a pretty girl that grew up in the hood that was just solid and down for the cause. So right. we would have accepted you. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, it's like yeah. the culture would accept you telling your story, but it's like people in charge or the people that are the decision makers sometimes are people that are not from what we come from, but they're the ones that get to push the button on what's acceptable and what's not. Right, right. And they had that power at that time. And that's why I did mixtapes. And I was on the road with mixtapes and touring with mixtapes and stuff. And mm -hmm. I miss that shit, yo. I yes. mixed going into stores and buying a mixtape of the week and different DJs. Like, that's our culture. I wish we can bring yes. that back. I want a boombox. I want a cassette tape. I wish we can bring yes. that shit back. I, I want to say it and say it because I want that. I don't have like a radio in my. I can play radio on my TV. I can play, you know, like. Don't you miss that like cassette player or yes. CD and CD? Like, I, I really, miss it. I yes. miss that. All of I that. Miss I miss that. I, I really miss do. buying a CD and like reading the album. I've seen the company too. Out. Yes. And reading your thank yous. Like, to yes. me, it's more personal. We're not personal anymore. We don't get in tune with the creativeness of creativeness with the artists and the thank yous and who was really, and really look to see who produced it, who wrote it. Like, to me, we were more intrigued back then. Now we're like, who cares? You know, if you were, you know, it's just not artistic anymore. It's not, you don't, we don't mm -hmm. feel the music, you know, it don't put us in a certain mode. It's just like, oh, okay. Okay, it's good. Absolutely. And we don't really know what the fuck they're saying. Absolutely. They really ain't I, saying shit. At all. And, and to, to, <laughs> to your point, to your point of what you were saying, like back when we was coming up, and I hate even saying that expression. I'll say back in the like 2000s and, and early 2010. <laughs> right, we ain't that old, like, we ain't that old. We ain't that old. But it's like, uh, in those days, music was an experience. Like it was an experience to actually, at the end of the day, you looked forward to going to the store, whether it was yes. Camelot music or uh, whatever you had in your town at that time that sold CDs or whatever the case. That's and right. you went and bought the CD and you left the or store. Or at the barbershop and we had the you know store, had the CDs. All of that. Yes, and it's like, yes. you actually had something physical in your hand to where yeah. it was like your experience culminated by holding this physical CD in your hand. Now the fact that everything is so digital, there's nothing to have that emotional attachment to because right. the music, you're not holding anything. There's nothing physical there. It's like as right. soon as you hear the song, you cut your phone off and it's gone. When we went right. to the store and bought that CD, we looked at the artwork and then the artwork went yes. with the music. And then when we read yes. the thank you, and then we would wait for the video, it was like an entire yes. experience that I think today, because and we appreciated more. We yeah. appreciated the music more. 
We Absolutely. did. Absolutely. We, we appreciate. Yes, we did. we did. We appreciated the entire music experience back then, and I think you're 100 right. But I think technology and the way things move so fast now actually makes people makes the uh the experience of music it gets depreciated because yes. for one like i said there's not a physical tangible thing anymore that you can relate that emotional Ooh, attachment yes. to music to you feel me even with pictures even with like mm-hmm. you know to see us you would have a magazine or a video mm-hmm. or a, a, a show you know that we was on or whatnot in the beginning or dvds that we were yes. on and now yep. you can see a picture of us and we post and it's not appreciative you know what yes. i'm saying or or yep. you know they now they want to nitpick everything you yep. know um before it was like wow she's beautiful you know it was it mm-hmm. was different and they would put it on their wall and you know it's different now it truly is everything i think like you said has you know people are unappreciative of people's work or or time or beauty or just yeah. natural beauty you know what I'm Absolute, saying? Absolutely. You know, and 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 good music, and yeah, I mean, oh, no, a I lot would... of things we have to, we have to bring, we have to start because I want to do it with you because you're so knowledgeable okay, about this and you've been in the business and you know you met some of these women as well and mm-hmm. talk to them about you know what got to them, the, how do they affect the rumors affect them, you know what's true and what's fabricated if they want to say that or clear the air, you know, mm-hmm. so, um. Some of these books, you know, I, I, if they come on, I'll read their book um, to get down and dirty and then get the truth out there. Because I feel like the rumors overshadow some of these women, you know, and it did me too. I agree. Too, and it fucking pisses me to fuck off, you know, like I'm more than that. That shit didn't fucking happen. That's a fucking lie. That was fabric. I don't even know that fucking person. That's me. I was right. like, ah. so I know right. these girls have the same thing. Like, I just, they just asked me for a picture in a club. I didn't go home with them. We didn't even mm. talk. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I know a lot of these girls have similar, you know, situations like me that they went through and didn't have, you know, said, fuck it, I'm not going to say nothing. But, you know, their rumors overshadowed who they were, their career, whatever they did in life or are doing in life, you know? And I would Absolutely. love to clear their way for some of these girls. Even Kat Sachs. Kat Sachs can come on here. I would love to talk to her. And you know, what was her mental state going through that? Even if it was, some of it was fake, you know, how did that affect her? Because it had to affect her, you know, um, growing up, you know, like you said, she was prostituting when she was younger and then getting to, you know, doing these videos and, mm-hmm. you know, just the whole transitioning from time to time. And where is she now? Would love to do that. And maybe Karen as well. Karen Stephanie. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I would love to sit down initially and talk to her. Um, yeah. Yeah, because we never had a conversation. You know, I think she's a beautiful woman. Um, yeah, and then we have similar people talking shit about us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know I think what I'm that, saying? But I think that's a dope idea, Glow. I really do. Like, yeah. to, to tell the story behind the story. Like, to not just take yes. everything for face value. To look behind the curtain and see how the how these women or how these people, like, got to the point that they got to and what made them make these decisions. Because, like you said, it's so... It's so whack that sometimes we'll just take something, a post or something we hear or something we see, and we'll just write it off and we'll make judgment on them. And we never even give them a chance to tell their story. We are human at the end of the day. Everything led to something else. Everything in life is a domino effect. So I 100% feel you on that. So you will see us again with some of these ladies breaking it down, telling the truth of their truth, I should say, and, and, 
just attacking the stigmas of us women in this game, IG models or video vixens or whatever you want to call yourself because everybody has, or what do you call it? Um, uh, uh, there's so many different names that, you know, you're on IG influencers or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, there's so many rumors about women. So um, let's clear the air. We're going to come back with more with this topic because this is very intriguing. And um, yeah, I hope you got something from this today because I sure did. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And if I could leave them with something, just yes, men, yes. And men, men and women alike. The point of all of this and why me and Glow wanted to do this is to love yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't keep looking at that screen and looking at it, whether it's a TV screen, whether it's your phone screen, and basing your happiness off of someone else's life or someone else's career path or whatever mm -hmm. the case. Find who you are. Find what makes you happy on the inside. Don't be afraid to go against the grain. Don't be afraid of who going to judge you or make a comment because really can't nobody judge you but the most high at the end of the day. So feed Amen. your spirit. Feed into what makes you feel love. And if, and for those people out there, that um, maybe plastic surgery or whatever is for them and it helps them with their self-esteem, more power then to so you. Just long, you know, so right. be it. Long as you ain't doing it to appease somebody else that don't really love you anyway. So love yourself right. first. And all this was about was, you know what I'm saying, giving women their flowers and giving them their roses and digging deeper into like how these people or how women end up this way and not just making judgments. So to Corinne and Cash Sacks, much love and hope wherever y'all are, y'all good. Yes, peace. It's your girl Gloria Velez and John Connor on Just Glow Podcast. Until next time, guys, Just Glow.